I wonder how you're doing today. It's a busy season, isn't it? We're moving into the faster pace of the holidays. I'm looking forward to talking to you more later on about the glory of Jesus coming and the Christ child being at the very center of the good news of the gospel that is ours in Christ. But today, uh, we're going to talk about something else. But first, I want to mention to you, this will be my (laughs) final appeal, if you will, regarding the possibility of you giving a gift to Healing Care Ministries for supporting Sling Stones. I know I've done it four times. There won't be a fifth, not for a year. I promised you that this will always be free. It is free, but if you are willing to support, it would go a long way. If what we've done here, what I've done here has blessed you, maybe you feel encouraged to be a blessing. I want to remind you that any money that we get from this is not going to me. I'm happy to do this without being paid for it. But there are production costs and so forth. And if you would like to give, it would sure be a great encouragement to us. Let's pray. Father, we come in the name of our Lord Jesus, and we ask that your Holy Spirit would minister to us. You are good, Lord, and all that you do is good. And we, Lord, on this journey, want to go deeper with you. Lord Christ, you gave of your blood and of your body so that we could be reunited with our Father. And we're so grateful that we belong to him through you. Holy Spirit, be our teacher today, we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask you a question, but I think I already know the answer to it. Do you ever long to hear from the Lord? I'm not talking about reading scripture and being enlightened. I mean receiving a word of instruction or explanation or revelation that you know was just for you. A word that could guide you through a difficult time, that could help you navigate decision-making. Now, I want you to know that I long to experience the presence and, if you will, the word of the Lord every day, but there are specific days when I'm facing specific challenges that I really want to hear from him. Now, the question that I want to raise today is when you're longing to hear from the Lord, where do you anticipate receiving that message? Certainly, one of the places is by reading scripture, and that's happened to me countless times where all of a sudden a scripture opens up. Also, there have been moments, I can't say that there are a lot of them, when there's this internal voice that I know is beyond my own voice. It has, if you will, this voice, a level of knowledge and insight that, well, it far outpaced anything I can come up with on my own. And then I, I sometimes look for a prophetic word where God uses someone else and they come to me and say something maybe like, I think I have a word of the, for the Lord from you. And that's very exciting because there is this sense that I'm dialed in and God is aware But, you know, one of the things I've learned that I want to share with you today is that if we're open, very mundane moments can hold within them a message of the Lord that's specific for us. Again, an everyday moment 
a moment that seems common, possibly a moment in time that you've experienced over and over and over again, but there are times when that moment is layered with meaning. And if we're aware, all of a sudden, we know that God is speaking to us. Now, I want you to be aware that Jesus often used mundane moments as the foundation for a kingdom message. Something that people would have experienced countless times, and all of a sudden he says it, says it in such a way that it opens up, and there it is, a truth of God that's current for the right now. I mean, isn't that exactly what happened when Jesus does teaching about lost sheep? They all knew stories of lost sheep. They all knew what that was like, but they never saw the relationship of that to deep spiritual truth. Lost coins, a farmer out sowing a field, something they would have seen over and over and over again in their lives. Birds feeding on the grain in a field, the lilies out in full bloom. There are so many places in Scripture where we see Jesus looking at mundane moments and he opens them up and there's a pearl, a word of the Lord. He saw within the moments the opportunity to hear the voice of God. I, I, I have to admit, I love nature and I go out. I spend a lot of time outside. My wife and I just moved to a new home and we have an acre and a half of ground and it's pretty and there are trees and there is a stream and there are squirrels and raccoons that walk by. But I seem to enjoy them at face value or else I'm so preoccupied I don't notice. But when I do notice... The Lord often takes me to a deeper meaning, to the word of God that is beneath that moment, that is very often a word of God that is very specific for me. This came to mind because of something I was reading in the book of Jeremiah. In chapter 18, God wants to speak to Jeremiah. But what's interesting, he doesn't speak directly to him. He sends him on a little journey. He says, I want you to go down to the potter's house and there I'll give you my message. And so he said, go to the potter's house. There's going to be a word of the Lord for you there. And so he does. I wonder if he was anticipating that the potter would turn to him and say, Jeremiah, thus saith the Lord. But that's not what happened. What happened was he goes to the potter's house and he simply begins to watch the potter at work. And he notices that the potter was shaping a particular pot and it says it became marred in his hands. And so the potter then reformed it, began to spin it yet again, shaping out of it what he really wanted. And it was in watching that that suddenly he was enlightened 
to what's God, what God's word was for him. What God said to him through this event was, can I not do with you, Israel, as the potter does? Like clay in the hands of the potter, so are you in my hand, O Israel. Now, I would have been so overwhelmed to begin with if God would have said, go to the potter's house, I have a message, that that in itself would have probably taken my feet right out from under me. But then as I was going there, I would be anticipating this cloud-like moment where God would speak ex cathedra. But instead, the word came by watching the mundane. Potters were common. I am sure Jeremiah had seen this many, many times, but in this particular occasion, as he's anticipating the word of God in the midst of the mundane, comes this deep spiritual insight that God wanted to bring him. God spoke. And I think one of the things that God is challenging me with is that many times when I'm crying out, oh God, speak to me, I limit the way in which he will speak. Shouldn't I be like David, who when he prayed expected God to answer, but that answer may not come by an internal voice or a prophetic word or meditating on scripture, though all of that can be true. It can be right through a mundane moment that if I'm totally open to it, God is revealing something to me. I began to think about this for myself, but also for you, and that's why I'm sharing it. Could it be that we should open our hearts to the message in the midst of a mundane? Go for a walk, but be more aware, more open, notice. Stand in the grocery line and listen to the conversation and watch the activity with the idea that beneath all of this, there could be the message of God. Do the same thing when you're gassing your car or seeing your car serviced or watching the wind blow the leaves across the ground or seeing the snow fall or feeling the warmth of the sun. Every one of these kinds of activities which we experience every single day became for our Lord an opportunity to find a great spiritual truth and then share it in a very simple way. There's no question about what we read in Scripture, that creation itself speaks we all know so well Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. What an amazing word that we get there. We do remember that when Jesus was coming into Jerusalem on that triumphant ride on a donkey, that as the religious, religious leaders tried to silence the praise, Jesus made a comment that even if they could silence people's praise, the rocks would cry out. 
I think what Jesus is saying to us is beneath all that has been created is the word of God. The word of God that spoke it into being. And that word is connected to the great truths of God. And how important it is that we become open I want to challenge you, and in challenging you, I'm going to trust that you're challenging me. Invite the Holy Spirit to bring your senses alive so that moments don't simply pass by because we're so preoccupied by what might happen and what has happened, but we can look at something and see in it that God is speaking as mundane as the moment is and that he often has a word for us. God loves you. He has an attachment love that is meant to sustain you. And as we read last time I was with you from Mackenzie, when we know that we belong to God, we're not only saved, but we're safe. And then all of creation becomes a safe place. And in it, We begin to experience the beauty of God that can hit us as a fresh word from God. Go. Walk in the mundane of a life, but anticipate that somewhere there, God has a word just for you.